B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. One question. Is it too late to change the name? Nerd Radio starts now. That's right, it's another week in Nerd Radio, wherever you get in your podcast, it's part of the B-Pod Studios Network and on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean, joined as usual by the usual suspects, mm. Al Beck. That's right. And uh, James. Hello. Welcome uh, welcome to another week in Nerd Radio, fellas. Thanks, man. Um, well, I, I said before, we, we, I'll go live on Twitch Wednesday afternoons at uh, about 11.30, mm-hmm. uh, and I said before that we were talking about Paul Rudd. And I, I uh, so I'll just kick it off with this. Did you guys see over the weekend what Paul Rudd dressed up as for Halloween? I did see what he dressed up I as. D- I did not. He's walking his daughter uh, down the street, and some you know TMZ dude took a picture just of him. Just see if can guess. Yeah, okay. So his daughter is dressed as the Wasp from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Who would you imagine Paul Rudd might dress up as? Well, the obvious answer would be Ant-Man. Of course. Right. But if you've ever seen Paul Rudd on Conan O'Brien, you know he will not oh, go for the obvious no, answer. No, He was on Conan recently and played that. What, what is that clip from? Do you uh, remember? It's, oh, I can't remember what it is. It's some 80s movie with yeah. a really goofy alien-looking yeah. thing. Mac and Me? Mac that's and it. Me. That's is what it is. Mac and Me. Yeah. Mac yeah. And me yeah. He always plays the Mac and Mac Me clip. Every me. single time he plays the Mac and Me clip instead of the clip for whatever movie or show he's promoting. Yes. And every time he's like, "No, I really, I brought the clip for real." So it's kind of like uh, Jimmy Kimmel with the "Sorry, Matt Damon." We didn't yes, get to you. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's a recurring bit. I don't think Paul Rudd has ever played an actual clip on Conan's show, but with, yep. whether it was Light Night, The Tonight Show, or his current Conan show. And he was just on, I think, last week. And yeah, same thing. He's, he's played got, Mac and Me. He's got that Netflix show yes. where there's yeah, two of yeah. him. He's yeah. cloned, and there's Seen two of them. So they games. adjusted the Mac and Me clip and put a second one of that little alien oh. in at the end. <laughs> 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 and it's great. It's a great bit because every time he does it, Conan is so upset. Yeah, he's like it got done, and he he took a breath, and he's like, "You want to play the real clip, you son of a bitch?" Yep. <laughs> That's got to be again. a gag, right? Conan's got to be in yeah. on it. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, he can't really be upset. Like, he's got to know what's going to happen, so and he's it's, playing it up for TV, right? They've yeah. done it. Um, he laughs. He laughs at it every time. Okay. Uh, it's probably Conan's idea. I'm sure. Um, but even the audience at this point, they've been. he's been doing this for so long. That even I'm sitting at home watching, like, here comes that Mac. Here it comes. Me. Here it comes. Here it comes. And then they're finally like, yeah, I brought a real clip. I'm like, he's going to play it again. And, yep. the, and the audience, even though we all know the joke, no one is disappointed. Nope. Like as soon People as they cheer now. Yes, yes. People cheer when the Mac and Me clip starts. As, they, as he's setting up the clip on the show, the audience is laughing because they know what's about to happen. Yep. <laughs> you know? But... Uh, but I don't know. Obviously, like the obvious answer would be Ant Man. Of course, Paul Rudd right. did not go Ant Man. Was it someone from the MCU? It is not. It is not. No. Okay. Was it from someone from the DC universe? It was not. Okay. All right. Ooh, that's a really good guess. If you'd go totally opposite superhero right. universe, that's a good guess, Al. He dressed as Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? No. He had see, I feel the like... wig, he had a tiny accordion he was carrying around while he was holding his daughter's hand with the other hand. Yeah. He had a Hawaiian shirt and a fake mustache. It was just an awesome Weird Al costume. It was I'm really kind of jealous. Like, it's like yeah. an actual shirt he took out of Weird Al's closet. He had it, was, it was really good Weird Al. I That's saw cool. a, I saw a video of somebody at a convention, and I wish I'd have seen it weeks ago because I would have done this costume at Yumicon this weekend. He was dressed as the gif of... John Travolta from Pulp Fiction, yeah, where he's just yeah. looking around. Yeah, 
And it just he had a little thing hanging off his thing that said "gift" and it hit the yeah. little thing. I think I saw. I think I saw somebody like, posted that. I think you shared that, didn't that's you? That's brilliant. I love that gift. That must be so where hell I saw yeah, it. I shared yeah. it. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I, that's where I saw it. Was you? you right. But, um, no, you kind of misdirected me a little bit by telling me that his daughter was dressed up as the wasp. Oh yeah, no, which is a, kind of... which is a cool detail. The fact that she's you know. He's Ant Man, and his daughter's dressed up as Wasp. Sure, all and part I'm of the sure. Plan. Yeah, yeah I'm sure cool. she yeah. was thinking like, my dad got to be Ant Man, so I'm going to be the Wasp, and Dad will be Ant Man, and it'll yeah. be really cool. And then Dad comes out in his Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you think his daughter's disappointed? Like, she's probably thinking this is a great moment. I can be the Wasp. I have yeah. to be yeah. Ant Man. We're going to go trick or treating. It's going to be the coolest moment and ever. She, well, she looks and like then, she's only like six or eight years old or something like that. So, like, she's got to be. There had to be that moment of like, dad. Yeah. yeah. So, is it like just annoying? Like, it's like, oh, another one of those dad jokes. Like, dad. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like a, just a annoying dad moment. You or, imagine right. Paul Rudd as your dad. <laughs> and Actually, I, that'd be pretty cool. It would be cool. I mean, it'd be yeah. pretty cool. Well, I can't, right. yeah, I can't Ooh, imagine, but it would be cool. Um, but I also like that we played the guessing game. Like I ever would have guessed weird. It's <laughs> true. Was it's never, that was the whole point. I wanted to see what kind of weird crap you'd come up with. Well, the, yeah, the last time we did this, he had seen the thing ahead of time, yeah, so he guessed yeah, correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the title <laughs> belt or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So as I mentioned to the Twitch streamers, we've got some serious nerd news to cover this week, and we got some fun stuff. Where do you guys want to start? You want to start with the fun stuff? We got to go by. You got to tell us with the camera trick first. You, you were talking about the a Paul Rudd camera oh, trick. Oh, Paul Rudd camera trick. So well, we okay. talked about his costume. You got to let us everybody know what the camera trick is. Uh, all right. So I Paul Rudd. This. Paul Rudd did a, an interview somewhere. Let me see if I can look this up on my phone. Um, and he's got this camera trick that I'm sure James is going to be using for the rest of eternity on all his selfies and and whatever he takes yeah, photos. Yeah, some nude man illusion. Yeah. Yeah, where you can you can take your your finger and kind of. Fold it. If you want to get a look at this, you can fold it over where the camera is like this. Okay. But if you do it close enough, then it looks like there's a naked man. So it's like you look between someone's legs. Yeah, like okay. you're looking in between someone's legs. I get it. Let me see. And it was awkward for everyone. Absolutely. Speak for yourself, Al. <laughs> <laughs> That's every photo that uh, every photo that Nothing James going to take from now on. Same room as you. Here. All right. I got all things that are good. Oh, okay. I see. So there's there's one of the pictures. Okay, let me take a look at this. He here took real like quick. his his where his thumb and his hand are and put them right on the bottom of the camera, so it looks like there's some naked guy that's legs up in front of you. <laughs> okay, kind of. That one I'm not really buying as much, but right. It looked more like there was a nude man standing in front of you when you put your fingers in front of the camera here. So you do it better than Paul Rudd. Yeah. I, I didn't even practice. There you go. You look better naked than Paul Rudd. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, so we've got the... In my imagination, at least. <laughs> so there's some stuff going on. Uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago about what's going on with Blizzard. This week, uh, I mentioned last last uh, week, is this weekend is Yumicon here in uh, the Motor City's big anime convention. Yumicon always falls on the exact same weekend as BlizzCon, mm-hmm. which is Blizzard's big convention where that they have where they'll have their tournaments. There's a bunch of cosplay going on. And, and protests. Yeah, well, they'll announce what new games you can look forward to in the next year or what updates you can look forward to games and whatnot. And this year, sounds like there's going to be some protests because of uh, the, what happened a couple of months ago. To recap, there was a dude that was playing the Hearthstone game, which is their card game, and won the tournament. And then when they interviewed him afterwards, took that opportunity to uh, pledge his support to, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, it's Mr. Black. Steve Black walking in the studio. Oh, it is. Oh, look at that. Uh, look at that. It, it is. You have the camera on. Yeah. I think it is. It might yeah, be. it's it on you be. now. There you go. Yeah. You want to oh, give him a special yeah. birthday greeting. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, now go throw up, Steve. <laughs> 
Thank you, Steve. Excellent. <laughs> Got a birthday kiss. Look at that. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> so protest, huh? Yes, yeah, so protest. <laughs> I just saw Robbie posted something in the, in the chat. Too. Oh, no! I'll get to you, Robbie. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, so so the streamer took that opportunity to pledge his support towards the protesters in Hong Kong against the, the government, at which point Blizzard took his prize money away and banned him from tournaments for a year. There was a huge uh, outcry, and after about a week, they reinstated him and uh, gave him, uh, but but restated that they do not want people on their live broadcasts to take political stances that's not what they're mm-hmm. there for they're yeah. there to advertise their product apparently and stuff like that part of the reason they do that is because they have invested interests in hong kong as well um so there may be some protests at blizzcon this week one of the things i saw is that uh, blizzard lost a sponsor for a lot of their stuff mitsubishi pulled out of really? uh, over over all of this they even last week i didn't mention it but the, some of the people in congress it had reached it all the way to there, and they were like, they were telling Blizzard, "Don't you censor people in America for talking about the uh, old people in going- Congress? Even know what Blizzard is? I even th- understand how it I works? I don't think so. Come on, they're just jumping out. Have you seen them can. interview Zuckerberg about Facebook? Some of the questions <laughs> that they ask that guy. Come on, people in Congress don't know damn crap about anything that's cool. Damn crap about anything. I know. I'm trying not to swear. <laughs> That's what DMX is here oh for. Oh my god! I know he's here, but <laughs> I made you pull him out last at the last second last week, so right. I was trying to, trying to watch my language. So, and also uh, not to take a political stance. Yeah, Robbie in the chat saying AOC was one of the ones on, on that letter, so she's, she's young enough. She knows what Twitch is. Okay, she's the, she's the real angry lady, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but what we can expect from BlizzCon this week, or at least rumored what we can expect, is the announcements of Overwatch 2 and hopefully Diablo 4. Wow. So I don't I don't know how I feel about that, but I have to say I have been playing a lot of Overwatch this week. Have you? We'll do we'll do a kind of a what what have you been playing cuz I know you got some games last weekend too. Yeah, I did. So, we'll we'll talk about that going forward. I'm not playing anything. Spoiler, no. <laughs> spoiler alert. All right, then I won't <laughs> then I won't ask you for <laughs> sure. Uh, well, there you, you go. There's <laughs> DMX. Um the other the other serious news I wanted to cover this week is um and this has happened in the last 24 hours. So there's a website that I actually get a lot of my gaming news from, Kotaku, which is part of like the... Oh, I thought it was going to Pornhub. No, not Pornhub. <laughs> uh, Dex- Kotaku sounds delicious, though. Yeah, well, uh, and they had um, they had this ad over the weekend, I believe, that was an autoplay ad that had sound on it that would just automatically you know go up. And their parent company put this ad on all the sites, Deadspin and, and Gizmodo and what, whatever. Well, somebody- Spin, Deadspin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they um, they put something up saying uh, like a tweet or a post on Kotaku saying, "Hey, if you don't like this ad, this is our parent company. They're the ones that put it up. You know, Ooh. tweet them, email them, or whatever like that." And that particular post got taken off the site. Yeah, very very quickly, and it wasn't taken off by the Kotaku people. And then all day yesterday, in fact, the I think it was the the head editor of. Uh, Deadspin, which is the sports version of that particular, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, uh, cluster, uh, he got fired for for you know basically going against corporate over this this ad, and there were a whole bunch of people on Twitter that were super like, oh, the Kotaku guys are are getting fired, ha, huh? and, and like. As of today, they are not fired. They were reprimanded. They were not fired. They have they have the union too. So mm. that's you know 
something will happen, but that you know. Do we just know what the content of this ad is, or are you looting? Are you building up to? I am not. No, I can I can it look is. it up. But it was it it was an ad for uh, appearing on a website published today. Highlighted ads. Yeah, testosterone pills, butt plugs. Like what? <laughs> I think it was it was an ad just uh, asking for like you know, hey, give us your information or give give us your what what you think of our our sites. Like okay. your kind of thing, but it it was annoying because it would it had sound and it would autoplay as soon as that you is went pretty every single page pretty obnoxious. Yeah, I I do hate that. Yeah, in, in this I also day and age, you hate. I mean the God ads sometimes get out of hand. I'll tell you, man. Sometimes it where has the opposite effect on me because sometimes you'll also oh, have yeah. where it takes up half of the screen and you can't scroll past it. Yeah, that's the worst. You know, and, and you can't and go. And I'll take note. I'm like, well, I'm never buying that thing that is in front of my face. You just—it's a little too pushy. You mean like a yearly subscription to Wall Street Journal. <laughs> yeah, right. I only, I only get, encounter it when I'm doing stuff for the morning show because Dave has like a ad blocker installed, and somehow it's on my Google Chrome, like it's stuck there. So if I'm like browsing stuff uh, on my computer at work, if I'm browsing stuff on my computer at home, mm. I always get booted because I have an ad blocker on until I go in and try to unblock all the ad. It's just—it's a pain in the ass. But it's always like a Wall Street Journal or it's some sort of a Chicago Times. Like it's a newsworthy site right. that yeah. relies on subscriptions. That's always like popping up. You have an ad blocker here type type deals, right? Those like- are. I, it, do do we each have like a a what's the worst ad? Because I feel like those are the worst ones that just like suddenly scroll down half the page and take up only half the page. So like I can still kind of see the thing I was reading, but I can see the part I wasn't to yet. Well, that that is the worst one to me. I mean, the the auto automatically playing something with sound is annoying too, but. Well, the one where it takes up half the screen, and then a quarter of the screen that's left is the website's header. Yeah. So you only have a quarter of the screen that's your content that you're trying to look at, and you can't see it because of an ad. To me, I understand, obviously, I mean, we work in media, and there is oh, value sure. to advertising. We make money off of advertising. We need well, to advertise. Nerd Radio doesn't make any money we, off we advertising. It, it, Nerd Radio <laughs> has made nothing but shit since we started this stupid thing. <laughs> It's yeah, but um, no way, no way, no way. What is this garbage? <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, look, we understand that advertising is necessary, but when you completely take up the entire thing, and I can't, in- you know, I can't consume the thing I was there for, then you're kind of doing yourself a disservice because now you've annoyed me. Yeah, right. At least that's how my brain works. Or like YouTube ads that you know they'll they'll, they'll you you get like the same YouTube ad or Hulu's bad for that too. You get the same ad over and over and over again. I stopped watching that. Uh, what was that thing that um, Nate was super into? Pluto. That had all Pluto. The, yeah, Pluto TV. I watched one thing on Pluto, and after I saw the same ad seven times, I was like, I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Yeah. So the reason I wanted to bring it up though is because people on Twitter on Twitter were were being super dicks about like <laughs> ah you got fired or something like that and i just felt like if you're somebody that goes on twitter and makes fun of somebody for getting fired like you're the problem like i hate baron corbin but i'm not gonna make f- i'm not gonna be like ha you got fired if he were to get fired oh, oh, um, totally would baron corbin yeah <laughs> oh people I'll make fun of him but that to me it's all it's all the work anyways Dude, people, uh, people also want you to get fired for some of the dumbest things, right? You know, I mean, I've had once people... again working in radio, we have experience in this. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, I used to do that request show, that heavy metal request show mm-hmm. for years. I did that, and if someone didn't like the requests that were being played, their 
like tweeting at the radio station that I need to lose my job. Like, like really? Yeah. Because you would have picked a different Lamb of God song, therefore I shouldn't be able to feed myself anymore. Like that's how quickly people are like, ah, just fire them. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm. Well, that's pretty much the, the serious stuff I had to get. So it's going to be a fun show from here on out. You, so you think I'm depressed now. <laughs> God damn. All right, we're going to come back with a little bit more Nerd Radio here. I've got a story about the most expensive Pokemon card ever. 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 And uh, we got some WWE news, too. It's still real to me, damn it. Pause that game. It's time for more Nerd Radio. I don't want to see it. All right, let's try that again. Mm. Welcome back to Nerd Radio on your social media at Nerd Radio 101, as well as wherever you get in your podcast. What are you slouching over there for, Al? I'm not slouching. Right. No, the Twitch the Twitch stream is like, I don't know, like 10 seconds behind. So I just look up and it's got the, the full room stuff. And you're like, oh, slouching over. Are Zodine you, on heroin. you passing out over there? I'm top heavy. What do you want from me? <laughs> Al, I got a comic for you. All right. Let me toss this I'm across. I'm not going to read it. Let me toss this across. Oh, we're getting yelled at. Here we oh, go. Here we're, getting, we're in trouble. I just need to let you guys know you need to clean up afterwards. <laughs> All right. Last week we found a bunch of wrappers of almond joys over at Mike Position One. I don't know what you're we talking. Don't appreciate it. <laughs> and happy birthday. Oh, thank you. You're Who's eating almond joys and not sharing with me? I'm kind of pissed now. I, I think know, he's implying too. that I had them over here. I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> you true. insensitive bitch. <laughs> I can't eat chocolate. I'm like a dog. I could die. <laughs> I'm like a dog. I could die. <laughs> I said, I, oh. I, I said that when oh, I was back. I thought I got away with it because he was walking back. I thought he didn't he hear it. the door closed. There's the delay on the street. <laughs> We're always listening. Always listening. <laughs> always. We're being monitored. Checkpoint, big brother. We're absolutely being monitored. Oh, they should, though. We need it. That's Let's true. be honest. Yeah, they need to know what content is going on over here. Here, I'll yeah. catch. Uh-oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dude, Pepsi Man standing up for our he's standing up for our nerd radio justice. There. I appreciate it. I, I have nothing in front of me. I have no idea what's being said. <laughs> I told one of them to f himself, and I really didn't mean it. I was just having fun. <laughs> all right, Al gets his sorry, kicks. Jay Moore. I was so, just kidding. Al gets his kicks by telling strange people on the internet to f off. <laughs> right, I know. All right, so if you're in the comic stores the last couple of months, you may have seen this uh, comic. It's by an independent company, and it's called Second Coming, and it's uh, oh, yeah, if, look at that, James. If it's if can't, you're can't see, yeah, can't you got see. it in front of the screen. Yeah, you got it. There's oh. a bunch of monitors. Well, forget it. <laughs> nice job. I tried. Um, <laughs> test 1983 says no show today, just anarchy. <laughs> That's usually the show, anyways. Yeah. Um, what am I looking at here? All right, so it's an oh my god, it's an independent comic called Second Coming. If you were a fan of Preacher, whether it's the show or the comic, you might enjoy this comic book because the uh, basis of it is that the Son of God comes back to earth he's, jesus jesus comes back to earth oh my gosh god sends him back jesus oh my gosh <laughs> god sends him back to earth to learn how to be a, a millennial a better jesus oh. essentially from the greatest superhero on earth which is an analog of superman i think he's called the sun god or something like okay. that okay um and and uh I like the concept yeah this dude is is kind of like he's a superman analog but he's kind of a jerk He's kind of like the boys, uh, the superheroes and the boys. Um, and God respects sun, the, the sun god guy, but like thinks Jesus is too soft. So he sends him back to earth too. And it's it's a fun book to see the dichotomy of the two. Like Jesus is actually 
uh, showing Sun God that like maybe he shouldn't just run up and punch people in the face. Maybe he should attack the problem that is making these people villains instead of you know just taking care of things the way he does. At the same time, um, Jesus is th- th- there almost in every epi- or every issue of this particular thing. Somebody will mention something from the New Testament to Jesus. Like, well, it says in Mark fourteen thirty seven. He's like, who's Mark? I didn't know any Mark. So there's an ongoing joke that, like, the New Testament was written by a bunch of people who didn't actually know Jesus. As a fan of Preacher Al, I thought, like, I need to bring this in. Yeah, well, as, as I was flipping through the pages, I mean, some of the – first of all, the artwork is good. Yeah. But some of the images were, were striking, too. Like you said, like you said, as a fan of Preacher. Right. And, of course, I encourage you guys to check out your uh, your local comic shop, comicshoplocator.com. When you do, when you uh, do that, James, you bought some games over the weekend. I did, yeah. I got a couple games, new games they added to the collection: the it, Outer Worlds and uh, the dreaded WWE 2K20. Dreaded? Why is it dreaded? Oh, it's getting lit up online. Yeah, the reviews are yeah. horrendous. Pretty much, just Nate, pretty much. That's the game Nate came in here a couple weeks ago and told us about. Oh, that's right. That was uh, that was just absolutely absolute great. You know what's funny is on our website right now we're giving away copies of. WWE 2K20. Yeah, so anybody wants to enter to win a copy of a piece of crap wrestling game, right? I also go to wrf.com. I shared that link on the social media. I know, I saw it, and I'm like, that's funny. But you know what? <laughs> you win it from us. You didn't pay for it, you didn't, and they're going to yeah, patch you can drop it. Drop sixty bucks on it, like I did. Yeah, I know. There's, there's they're going to patch in it the in works like two to, months to kind of fix it. I'm hoping. I want it. I want it to be a, con- a good, total and complete utter uh, show for me to sit down and do a review for Casual Gamer, right? Like I want there to be bad things um, going on in it. I'm going to have a couple of semi-professional local uh, wrestlers come in and review the game with me for nice. the next uh, casual gamer. So I want there to be problems. That way we can, we have material to tear it apart. Yeah. So I haven't installed it. I haven't done anything with it other than pick it up and put it down on my that was, desk. Well, that was my question because you posted on Friday that you, you'd pick both those games up. Have you, had you gotten a chance to check either of them out? I've been able to play out of Outer Worlds a little bit, but okay. I'm having like a killer migraine or something. I don't know. I'm getting this weird thing now. But I get like a, these sharp, like jolting pains, like behind my eyeball. Is it just when you play the Outer Worlds? No, it's like I mean, maybe it's from looking at screens or whatever. Maybe it's the change in the the weather. Maybe. I don't know what it is, but I know sinus medication and Tylenol and that kind of stuff's not really helping me. So it's like uh, trying to focus on a video game has been rough. But I've, I've put in maybe an hour or so into the Outer Worlds, and I'm digging it. Like it yeah. seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun. I kind of like some of the the. The things that they're alluding to in the game, I don't want to give anything away. Sure. But it's essentially like Fallout in space. And I know it's done by the same people who did Fallout New Vegas, which uh, I know a lot of people who have given that game like a bunch of raving reviews. For I never sure. got into Fallout New Vegas. Um, everybody see everybody I've seen on social media last week seems super uh, stoked about it. I know that I think I think it was actually Robbie last week that asked me if I was going to be picking it up, and I was like, I don't know. But then as the weekend drew closer, I was like, man, I should ask him what he's playing it on because then maybe like, is there multiplayer? Can you play with other people? No, I think it's it's mostly strictly just like one player. It's all campaign, but okay. it's like open world. You go do whatever the hell you want. Uh, you know, you kind of decide if you're going to be a, a good guy, a bad guy, a neutral person. Right. I've already had, uh, you know, the option come up to where I can attack some of the, like, pseudo-police type characters in the game. Yeah. Um, but essentially, so the game is, you uh, they're colonizing some other planet. And it's a, it's a 10-year journey to get from Earth to this new planet. But they, like, we knock your ass out. You fall asleep. So 10 years would actually feel like 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, so you are a part of a ship that got kind of, like, derailed from... Your destination from the planet you were supposed to go to, correct? And yeah. you're on this this yeah. 
foreign world that you don't know anything about. Yeah, well, what happens is there's like a mad scientist guy who's wanted by this big corporation or these people that run this other planet, and he finds with these uh, this ship that's been like lost, and he can only bring back one person. He's got enough like life juice to bring back one person, and the person he brings back is the character that you create. Okay. Hmm. So then you come back, and he's like, "I need you to get help me get more life juice." That's not what it's called. I'm just I'm making up. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That would dumb be cool terms if it was for called it. life juice. He's like, "I need more life juice." Go here, and then uh, he drops you onto a planet. He's trying to set you up with somebody who's going to help you um, kind of show you the ropes, but that you find out something bad about that person, and now you kind of start the journey on your own with this mad scientist like in your ear, like, you got to go do this, you got to go do that, find right. this for me. So I don't know. I'm interested in it, but I also feel like it's, it's, it's going to be one of those games that just feels way too large. It's probably going to be big, but um, <laughs> I like them big. Because every Fallout game I've ever tried, I play for about an hour, and I'm like, there's too much game. I'm, I'm never going to get through all of this. I he's, too clearly, large, huh? he's clearly the size queen. <laughs> <laughs> I say that, but I've just, uh, I just hit the 30-hour mark in Final Fantasy 15. So Amy was like, Do you, you must like this game. You've been playing it for like 26 hours. I'm like, I still don't know. It's just something to do. See, I 30 hours. You put 30 hours in and you don't know if you like it or not? Uh, I don't See, know. That's like, if I put 30 hours into anything, it better be fun or it's, I better enjoy it or I better be getting some sort of a benefit out of it, you know? I barely put three hours into a game that I love. Yeah. I like I said, at, at this point, it's like, it's something to do for an hour. Now it's just become like a habit. Like, yeah. Now you just developed the Final Fantasy habit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe you're definitely not selling me on Final Fantasy 15. I, I can't. I can't yeah. sell it to anybody. I'm glad I bought it for whatever it was, $10 or right. whatever. Yeah, that's the that's the thing going back to WWE 2K22 is that uh, apparently uh, Sony is giving refunds now if you bought it digitally. Oh, really? For the PlayStation. If you are unhappy with what a piece of junk it is, Sony will refund you fully for it. Hmm. I mean, there's been so many things going around the internet that are hilarious, uh, little glitches that are oh, yeah. taking place in the game. Uh, you know, there was, there was even a scene that uh, Chuck's fiance had shared where it looks like Charlotte Flair's got a, another wrestler in a finishing move. And then, like, oh, the referee Jesus. keeps, like, kind of morphing around the ring. And next thing you know, Charlotte Flair's mouth kind of lines up right where the referee's jump <laughs> would be. Yep. And it looks like the he referee was... is getting a very acrobatic BJ in the middle of the ring. He was, tw- he was twitching and stuff. Yeah. Like, it looked very inappropriate. He looked like he was enjoying himself. <laughs> it did. While we're talking about wrestling, I just saw this this morning. So this uh, we're a couple days away from WWE Crown Jewel, their Saudi Arabia event that uh, most people think is garbage. Yeah, uh, but this year uh, they're actually going to be having the first ever women's match in Saudi Arabia. There's going to be a match for sure. There's a, they, I, they announced that uh, the first ever women's match will take place. Uh, it's going to be Natalia versus Lacey Evans. So not two of the more notable, um, you know, women's wrestlers. Also a match we've seen not like probably you, a dozen times. Yeah, pay per views and Raws and Smackdowns and all that. We've already seen this match about a, a, over a dozen times. Right. But it is historic that, you know, they, they have finally, it's taken them a couple events to finally get the Saudi Arabian government. Yeah, it'll be, be interesting like, to see how the crowd reacts because I don't think yeah. that's something they typically would see women doing, putting on a display like that in like a public unlike, forum. Right. Like, you know, right. obvious, obviously they're doing this event over in Saudi Arabia. They're getting a whole bunch of money to do the event, but they must have television over there. So unless they just don't show any of the women's wrestling. Like, it, it feels like it's the kind of thing, like you said, like they've seen it on TV before, so they know it exists. They just, because of their their government and, you their know, culture, the rules over there, the yeah. culture, that it's not allowed to happen there. Right. Do we know, is this strictly just because of the fact that it's women performing and that's kind of frowned upon in that society? Or does it have anything to do with 
their outfits? Is it because they're kind of revealing and they exposed too much skin? I, yeah, I know that a couple of years ago it was another uh, it was another country over there. They did uh, an event where it was Sasha Banks and um, Alexa Bliss wrestled over there, and it was the first time that they had wrestled. You know that women had wrestled. You know, for in in that country, and they had to wear an outfit that like was just neck to toe. Okay, so that'll be something inter- interesting them. to see too. So when this match does happen, right? What is, is Lacey their... Evans still wearing like her top with her you know her midriff open and her mom kind right. of bottoms that she wears, or um, is, or is she going to be you know completely covered? Yeah, and is Natalia going to be wearing like her jumpsuit that's real see through on the sides? That right. She's actually I've... exposed herself a couple times if you watch the Diva show like I do. Yeah. <laughs> No, they're going to have to they're really going to have to do something as far as the the stories that are going on like the fiend is going to face Seth Rollins again like mm-hmm. I, unless the fiend wins I don't care well I hope it's going to be an actual match I don't think there's going to be a, a winner determined I think there'll be some sort of a weird ending and now the fiend and Seth Rollins are going to go their separate ways because right. they're on separate brands uh, you know Rollins being on Raw fiend being on Smackdown that whole thing is going to be done and over with. I yeah. think they're doing it just because of the hype behind The Fiend. Right. And they probably use that as a way to pull out more of those Saudi Arabian dollars. Oh, I'm sure. You know, those sultans of princes or whatever those guys are just coughing up the big bucks. Otherwise, though, it's definitely an event that I'm I'm not, you know, I got stuff to do Friday. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I probably won't watch it live. Um, and it, it is Halloween. Yeah. So I don't really have a lot going on. I plan on doing like a, a stream on my Twitch channel, but I'm not going to be able to do that because... I'm missing some pieces to my Halloween costume, so Uh-oh. it's not going to happen. But um, I still have plenty of other things to do to occupy my time, and I'll probably end up watching the Saudi Arabia pay per view over the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's you, the beauty of the uh, um, the network. network. Yeah. yeah, is that you can watch stuff, you know, something like NXT or something like that. I would have loved to have had that when I was watching wrestling. I know, right? Was, you know, instead of paying forty or sixty dollars for a pay per view, you just pay ten dollars a month and. You can get all that stuff. I think when I was into wrestling, I only saw two pay-per-views. One of them was, and I think they were from the same year. It was uh, a Royal Rumble, and I think my buddy's dad had bought it for him, and he you know, copied the tape, and I got to watch it after the fact. Right. And then, uh, and then he actually invited us over, and there was like four of us who watched the WrestleMania that year. And that was it. That was the only pay-per-views I ever saw when I was well, watching. Well, yeah, when they went to like monthly, I don't... <laughs> I probably shouldn't mention this on the air, but I found one of those. I ordered one of those boxes on the internet that is like would descramble stuff because, like, no, I don't want to pay for you know the thirty, forty dollars for the September pay per view that doesn't really matter. But right. I'd like to, I'd like to know what happened. But WrestleMania, hell yeah, I'll pay fifty dollars for WrestleMania. That's that's the big one. Unless we all got together and pooled our money together, so there'd be like yep. four or five of us. We'd all throw right. ten bucks, and we'd order it. We'd have to find someone's house. Whose parent would allow us to order it? Right. Yeah. And we get together and throw some money in. Like I'd probably end up going in and dropping twenty bucks, and we get the pay per view. Order a couple get pizzas. Get some pizza. Right. You know, hang out and you know just watch wrestling. So. I mentioned earlier too that uh, I've been I've been playing uh, I've been quite busy over the weekend. I I kind of hit my my limit of uh, of of the games that have events for around a holiday. Like it's you know obviously Halloween is this week. And um, Overwatch for the last couple of years does an, an an event for Halloween, and I like the event because they give you a uh, four people versus the computer. So this is like a special match that you play. Yes. You can play as many times as you want, type deal. Yeah, to unlock different Halloween themed goodies, exactly skins yeah. and the way emotes and that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and Overwatch every week you can get a loot box for every three games you win, up to you know like three loot boxes. So I like to do that during these seasonal things because I don't have to play against other people and lose. 
I could just play against the computer with three other people and just beat it down. And all right, cool, we're a team, yay. Uh, but that coupled with Magic the Gathering Arena, which constantly has daily quests that you can like, hey, summon 20 creatures or, you know, play at least 20 red or green cards or something like Is that. Is that a lot? Like 20 creatures seems like a lot, but I've, I, I think played I, a Magic the Gathering yeah, in battle. Yeah, in average game, you're probably going to get maybe 10. Okay, so you make any play probably make you play twice. like two maybe three games in order to get these things done. On this on the uh, on the switch for Tetris ninety nine over the weekend there was a Luigi's Mansion event where Ooh. you had to, you had to win because yeah, that game comes out tomorrow right you had Halloween to, you had to win a couple of uh, a couple of games to get up to a hundred points in order to get a a skin for your Tetris ninety nine game or something like that. And I realized because I have Rocket League on the Switch, they have a Halloween event going on where you can get these Stranger Things stuff Ooh. for your car. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, like, all weekend, like, I would play Final Fantasy 15 for about, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes and then spend the next four hours playing all these other games to knock down the daily quests. <laughs> That's like, how they get you. Well, that's how they get you to come back. That's how they pump their numbers up with the daily quest yeah. type stuff because they got everybody coming in every day to try to do your daily quests. Like I try to complete my daily quest on Realm Royale every day, right? Because it helps level your your character up. You get more you get more experience when you, you get complete experience, a daily quest. You, get, you know, so. you get credits or you get items, in game items and stuff like that. I'm just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'll be I'll be really happy when Halloween's over and I can at least put two of these games down, right? <laughs> Because holy moly. Well, you've got another 120 hours of Final Fantasy ahead of you. I do. I do. (laughs) I looked it up, and I'm only at, like, uh, there's, I'm at chapter six or seven, and there's uh, 14 chapters. All right. Well, halfway through. Yeah. Now, is there a game that you can recall that you thought was the coolest in terms of, like, a a festive, like, uh, event? Oh, when those those festive events happen? Hmm. I, like I said, I like the Overwatch events when they make it player versus environment. And that's one of the things about Overwatch 2 that there that there is rumored is that there's just going to be a player versus environment mode. Because see, uh, my favorite, uh, I used to play this game on my phone, The Simpsons Tapped Out. Okay. Which is like a little, sim- it was like a, just a total time killer type game. Yeah. You'd build like a Simpsons, like SimCity type thing. Mm. But you'd have to send like... So you'd have to send Homer to the nuclear factory to work for nine hours. Right. Abu would have to go to the, you yeah, know, the, the quickie, mart. quickie Mart. So then as they do that, you're generating coins or whatever. But every holiday, so like Halloween, they'd have Halloween-type characters you could unlock if you got so many you know, candies or whatever. And you got candies by having your characters do these things. And yep. I was obsessed with that Simpsons Tapped Out game forever. Like, I don't even know how I got pulled away from it. Right. Um, There's probably some sort of issue with my phone where I lost everything. But, like, that's the coolest thing I could recall because you'd get these cool, like, characters from The Simpsons that would only be around, uh, like, Halloween time. Right. You know, um, or you'd only get certain, you'd get, like, Christmas Homer, or you'd get, like, Barney as, as Mr. Plow. Right. You could unlock those little characters that you just send to go do different jobs. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think my favorite is probably, uh, I was playing a similar game that was called Avengers uh, Academy. Oh, okay. I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was like, it was the it was all the Avengers characters, but they were going to, you know, a, a, a high school. So you Almost, have to, in a sense, they're learning to become the Avengers. Right, okay. exactly. So you had, like, a teenage Tony Stark and a teenage Hulk and stuff. And one of the reasons I, I got super into it is because uh, in order, to, Teenage Hulk was one of the last ones you could unlock, but they all had voice work, and uh, Black Widow was voiced by Alison Brie, which was kind of cool from Community. Cool. Yeah. And the Hulk was voiced by John Cena. 
What? Yes. What? John Cena was Teenage Hulk? Yes. Damn. I am sad to report James, this game no longer no exists. No longer exists, of course. Oh, what a tease. Oh, Poor James. But during, you know, the time that, like, the, the Avengers movies were coming out and stuff like that, every time, like, when the first Guardians movie came out, they had a Guardians of the Galaxy event for that month where, like, you would come in every day and do your daily quests, and was, you could unlock Rocket and, you know, Star-Lord and everybody, uh, which was super fun. Very yeah, cool. so that was probably my favorite. Could you imagine a Teenage Hulk? Like just knowing what I would get up to as a teenager, like I'm, I seem to constantly re- pounding it away in the bathroom. <laughs> I, s- I seem to recall Hulk him porn. yelling about homework. He didn't like homework. Whatever, Hulk, Hulk smash homework. homework. <laughs> he just had to do that to make it safe for kids, right? <laughs> you know what Hulk's really doing? Uh, Hulk smash. <laughs> Hulk is smashing, all right. Hulk smash wiener. <laughs> that reminds me of some. Okay, so that reminds me of some comic book news that I wanted to tell you about because I wanted to get your opinion on it because I feel like. It's going to be entertaining. So we'll talk about it next. Coming up after the break, it's Nerd Radio. The name's Nukem, Duke Nukem. You know I've got balls of steel. I wouldn't be saying that unless I was here on Nerd Radio because they've got balls of steel too. Hail to the Nerd Radio, baby. All right, we're back with some more Nerd Radio on the podcast page, WRAF.com. Hey, as well, I needed to do with the, with the memory card. I'm sorry. Did you uh, the did. memory card? Yeah, it's I over did. There. I apologize. Where are we in, in Chicago, Al? Boston. We're in Bo- where are we in Boston, Al? Rock. <laughs> where are we in Memphis, <laughs> no Well, are. we are on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Play. Uh, no, rock929rocks.com in Boston. Where are we in Wichita, James? <laughs> uh, you can watch the stream in Wichita Wednesday afternoons around 1130. I guess that would still be morning, but yep. uh, it's Checkpoint XP's Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. I have no idea where we are anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Al's really good at this game, so let's do some prices right. Oh, the most ex- great. Bo- the most expensive Pokemon card in existence went up for auction last week. Uh, what do you think it cost? Most expensive? It's the most expensive Pokemon card in existence. This particular card is the most expensive. Do you, do you want more a little more information? Yeah, can you tell them who the character is? Uh, uh, it, it won't matter. I, uh, Pokemon's the or uh, um, Pikachu. I don't even know his name. Pikachu's called, the only Pokemon I know. It's called Pikachu Illustrator. It was a promo given out to winners of a comic contest held in Japan in 1997 and 1998. There were uh, 39 of these cards awarded. It is believed yeah. there are only 10 left in existence today. Okay, so you really want me to guess? Because here's the thing. I'm not actually good at this game. I'm only good at this <laughs> game if I go second so I can bet $1. <laughs> Do you want me to hit James first? Well, then my guess is one dollar. You can just go two dollars. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll make a. I'll just say uh, twenty three thousand dollars. Twenty three thousand. Yeah, and that's a total st- stab in the dark. I know nothing about. Pokemon. All right, James, what are you thinking? Okay, so it's the most expensive Pokemon card in existence. In existence, it's a promo. So it used to be a freebie. You got it. You got it. Somebody just gave it to you. You, you pre-ordered something. You or won something, a com- right? comic contest that was only happening in Japan. Okay, so yeah. this this card doesn't even exist in America. Okay, so it's a Japanese American. comic contest card. Yes. Al's going with twenty three thousand. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, the Pokemon people they're uh, they're kind of out there. They have some extra bucks. If you got dudes spending hundred G's on Transformers phone apps, I'm gonna say. Uh, Quit looking at me. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't think it's over two hundred grand. I'll say uh, one hundred and eleven thousand five hundred dollars. It sold 
for $195,000. Damn. So James close. wins this round. Yeah. He was closer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 come on down. I'm going to come on down. Come on down. <laughs> no, I totally ruined There we go. <laughs> Take a lap. There we are. <laughs> nice jump. So there you go. Okay. Uh, that's the most expensive Pokemon. That was fun. Most expensive Pokemon card. Jay Moore in the uh, thing thought it was a first. It said a first edition Charizard is around 10k mint. So he was guessing about 100k. Mm. That's amazing. See, I didn't know. I wanted to get guess in the hundreds, but yeah. knowing nothing about us, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. A card. Right. You know? I knew it was in the... Obviously, it was going to be... Okay, so... Way more money than I would ever have to spend on a card. Right. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> okay, so I've been ranting and raving to you guys for, for weeks now about the new X-Men books. Yes. I absolutely yeah. love them. They did a 12-issue uh, miniseries called House of X and Powers of Ten to set up the status quo... Um, and now we're into these single issues. Uh, the first issue of X-Men was three weeks ago. Then the Marauders book was last week. This week is Excalibur. They're all great. In fact, I, I was, I'm listening to a podcast while I'm driving in my car this last uh, couple of days with Jonathan Hickman talking about putting it together and, and all the nuts and bolts of it and whatever like that. There was a panel in the last House of X book where they're having a big celebration on the island where all the mutants live now. And you get to see all these different uh, characters from the X-Men uh, that have come back to life. And they're all having, you know, beers and having a good time. And there was a, a picture in Fantasy Island, but instead of that little midget Kinda, guy. Right. Like, was it, is his name Toad from the comics? From the, yeah. Like, look, the play. The play. <laughs> I'm just picturing yeah. all these characters. You got Cyclops with some crazy sunglasses yeah. coming out. Like. Yeah, so there was a panel that had Wolverine and Cyclops and Jean in it. And that, you know, for years has been the love triangle. Gene, Wolverine mm-hmm. loves Jean. Jean and Scott are a couple. Whole thing. Uh, in this panel, Wolverine has is in the middle of the two of them, and he's got his arms over each of their shoulders, and they all look like they're just they're enjoying each other's company and having a good time. Fast forward about two weeks to X-Men number one, and there is a sequence in it where you find out that uh, the Summers family, which is Scott Summers, Cyclops, uh, Havoc, Alex Summers, um, Vulcan, who was the third Summers brother that died years ago and has been resurrected, as well as Rachel, uh, the his his daughter from the Days of Future Past timeline, mm, and yeah. Cable, who so is his, Cable? his son, um, they all have a like a community house on the moon. That they, it's the Summers house. Kind of thing. Sounds like a house from hell. Oh my god! Yeah, well, they have living on the moon with all these family members, right? Well, they have like a barbecue to celebrate everybody being alive at the same time, kind of thing. Uh, And at this barbecue, Jean Grey is there, uh, and Wolverine is there as well. And the one of the things that's really cool about these uh, these particular X Men books now is that there'll be these infographics that'll give you you know statistics uh, about you know the mutants and the population and what's going on and, and everything like that. And the infographic in this particular book showed the floor plan for the Summers house. And it has nine bedrooms. Um, and the the thing that everybody focused on it, this cracks me up completely, is that the three the room for Gene, Wolverine, and Cyclops are all down the same hallway. And they're the only rooms that have doors that connect the two room, oh. the rooms together. They're swinging, yeah. yeah. A little Jean Grey swap. There's, a, there's, it's the implication that the the love triangle is over, and now they're just a polyamorous triad. So we all know that Cyclops obviously is a cook. 
then. <laughs> Musk brings the bull. He brings Wolverine in to come pleasure Jean Grey because he's inadequate. He stays there and cries. You know, he cries yeah. through his sunglasses because he can't take them off because he'll yeah. end up grossing everybody. Right. And wow. I never would have thought Cyclops would, would be the would be a cuck. You know, he's the leader of the blue team on the X Men. Right. right? The well, leader yeah, of the I blue mean, team. In that particular, when when given that criteria, you're like, well, I, I, he must be, right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I tend to think that it is literally just a polyamorous triad. Like, even when Gene's not around, Mulvey and Cyclops are probably making out. <laughs> Could, Could be. be. Yeah. yeah. So, Wouldn't shock me. But, the, the like, other things happened in that issue. They established what the new uh, the new villains are going to be, which is assen- it's essentially going to be mutants versus humans. Humans trying to create the Sentinel program and stuff like that. And every time they make any forward momentum whatsoever is when the mutants the x-men are going to show up and just like trash the place because hmm. every time you make sentinel robots they hunt mutants so no we're not going to let you get that far um but like i said other things happen in the book the only thing everyone who read the book focused on was that floor plan well yeah it's, it's, <laughs> i feel like the whole world the whole society now is just so obsessed with sex and like the gossip of things so yeah i mean that's all i would probably focus on too because i'm like oh i wouldn't mind i'd watch uh Wolverine banging Jean Grey <laughs> video on the internet if I was bored. Oh man, I thought I thought I I, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, it'd be kind of funny. Wolverine's and I still, a bull. like I said, I'm still a greatly a four foot two bull. <laughs> I'm greatly enjoying the uh, the X Men books themselves. No matter who's having sex with who, and plus with it being called the House of X, to me that's like where you'd go to do ecstasy and have people like rub on you and touch on you in weird ways. Now so. if it's a House of Triple X. Ooh, there you, ooh, there there you, you go. go. Right. There's our X-Men themed porno. porno. <laughs> Amateur porn we're going to shoot. Somewhere in the next 12 months, yeah. somebody's going to have that up. That's all I got for this week, fellas. I think, oh, you know what? No. I had one more thing I wanted to tell you guys about. Because I was telling Al about this the other day. He came in uh, while I was doing the overnight. And I had my Nintendo Switch. And I'm just you know playing a game between you know talking on the radio, playing mm-hmm. songs or whatever like that. Um, and you heard the game I was playing. It was like, is that you playing the Nintendo game or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So... About a month ago, there was this article that I read on Kotaku, ironically enough, which we talked about earlier in the... I'm definitely uh, having tacos today, by the way. Yeah, lots of tacos. Um, Just sounds too much like taco. That independent uh, game publishers that are putting their games on the Switch are finding out that with the way the eShop is set up... You, when you release your game, it goes on the like the front page of like new releases, something like that. But then after the first week, it, it leaves the new releases stuff. And they're getting lost in the shuffle because there's so many independent games to, to find on the Switch. So they figured out how to game the system by sticking your game on sale for like 98% off uh, because people will see it on the great deals and then, you know, it's like a dollar or even some of the, like the game that Al came in and was like, what are you playing? It was like nine cents on the eShop. They, but they're making money or they're just getting exposure for the game? You're getting exposure for the game when you make it that cheap. A bunch of people buy it and then they try and check it out. And if the, if it's, you know, if they like the game, then word you're of gonna, mouth. You're going to get some sales with yeah. in, in-app once it purchases goes, and yeah, things once it once it goes back to whatever the, the, the price is, you'll, you know, make your money back. But it might still live on that bestseller list for a little while when it goes back to its original price. Right, that's you're the kinda, thing. I mean, that's really, that's like... You'll, you'll, it'll, you you'll, could budget that at like advertising costs. Yeah. You drop it to like 10 cents and a bunch of people buy it over the weekend and now it lives on the bestseller uh, page for X amount of time. Because now they've sold 100 downloads. Right. Like, oh man, 100 people have checked this out. Right. It just came out. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll give it a whirl for 10 bucks. Right. But so. it's, it's a neat, you know, way. Like I said, I bought this game. What was it called? I think I wrote it down somewhere. 
Uh, write Reven- down the name of the game you bought. Yeah, well, I wanted. I knew I wanted to tell you about it. Oh, okay. I guess that makes more sense. Uh, it's called Reve- <laughs> It's called prep. Revenge of the Bird King, and it's it's just an independent game. It's essentially like a Mega Man knockoff. You're playing this bald eagle that's running, that's side scrolling across the thing, and you can uh, you've got this giant machete that you can whack the enemies with, and then you can throw out these seeds that grow these uh, that grow guns for you. That you can, and then he's walking around with a giant you know revolver. That you're shooting stuff with. People thought I was crazy when I said I play a game where you play a cup that shoots beads from Right. But yeah, I've, I've bought, now it's become a weekly thing. I'll check the eShop and like, what's the what's the, the game that's less than a dollar that looks the most appealing? You're like a bargain hunter for video games. Yeah. 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 You should just do like a YouTube channel where you do I that. I guess so. I think every week you should be like, you explain the theory behind it a little bit. And then you go right. into like... Let's see what games are super cheap on the indie charts. Right uh, now. Well, you, you guys let us know yeah. on our social media. Uh, so, and that's interesting because we do have a YouTube channel. Just that's subscribe true. to Nerd Radio 101 yep. on you can, YouTube. You can subscribe on YouTube. James has put up a whole bunch of clips and uh, our, our shows from uh, when we started in here in uh, Checkpoint XP Studios. And Al has been super busy sharing our uh, audiograms on the Nerd Radio social media. So I appreciate that you guys mm. are you guys are pitching in. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we're, not, we're not doing much for the actual shows themselves. Anyone else want to do their jobs today? I know. You guys are real quiet. You just thinking about tacos today? What's going on? I'm really, really, yeah. Once you, once I think you... we broke Al. I don't know. I think Al's broken this week. <clears throat> I hope it wasn't all the comments between <laughs> the segments yeah, earlier because right. now I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> no, we're good. As I was trying to like skirt it and change yeah, right. topics, we just kept going right back into it. <laughs> Steer right into the pr- propeller. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for this week's Nerd Radio, fellas. Uh, Al, I hope you have a fantastic birthday. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday, Al. Thank you. James, I hope you have a great weekend. I'm going to have a good weekend. I'm going Jay down. Moore, I'm sorry I yelled at you. <laughs> that's nice. I'm going down to Yumacon this weekend, so if you're down there, uh, I still don't really have a costume idea. So I don't need, you know. So lots of stories uh, for the next week's podcast. I, yeah, I expect I'll have some, some fun stuff to talk about. So uh, if you're going to be down at Yumacon this weekend, uh, yeah, I don't know. Come find me. Got any interviews or anything lined up? I don't. No? No, I'm a slacker. Gotcha. So uh, hopefully. Do they, they have guests? They like? do. Yeah, they've got some. Is it uh, mostly anime related? Anime voice actors, some okay. cosplayers, some uh, some video game voice actors and stuff like that. So okay. we'll see. We'll see who I get to uh, who I get to see while I'm down there. Basically, I'm just going to hang out in the video game room. Cool. <laughs> Sounds like a good spot to be. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for on, on Twitch. Thanks for downloading us. If you're uh, downloading the podcast, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Especially. peeps. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Go, nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, Thank nerds. You. And we're out. Who, me? Yeah. No. Anything you want to share with the Twitch viewers? Absolutely not. It's Al's <laughs> birthday. No, it is. Yeah. Oh, it's Al's birthday. birthday. Everybody birthday. send Al nudes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying that because I blocked him. Yeah, he, <laughs> he wouldn't accept any of my nudes. I'm sending nudes. I was trying to send him some ghosty shots this morning before I got in the shower. Oh, yeah. well. No. They were all very artsy. I will give you credit there. Well, yeah, because I used the black and white filter. <laughs> so he did see them. The black yeah. and white filter. <laughs> That's all you have to do. You take a sleazy photo, you make it artsy by turning it black and white. I thought everybody knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Moore says he's literally only here because of James. We appreciate that, Jay. <laughs> Thanks, Pepsi Man. Yeah, yeah. Glad you're here. Really helping the self-esteem in the room. I'm going to get an ego boost. Oh, my God. Can we finish this Come on! show before I really do get depressed? <laughs> It's my birthday, Jay Moore. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus.